It is that time again. It is time to climb higher. It is time to burn brighter. You feel it coming alive. The feeling deep down inside, and you've got nothing to hide. It is time once again for Untapped Potential right here on TDN Radio, your number one source for inspiration, motivation, and energy. Dr. Simone, and as always, it is my honor to be with you, whether you are at home, at the office, or you're in your car driving to or from work. Uh, It is my honor to be with you as we get powered up for yet another week uh, together. So again, welcome, welcome everyone, and again, thank you for being here for Untapped Potential. And you know, I hear that many of you look forward to our time together as much as I do. So I certainly appreciate knowing that you enjoy our time together and that you especially enjoy the company of our guests who come over to inspire us and just get us energized for the week ahead. So how are you? How is the week? I hope the week is off to a great start. And I hope that uh, if you're like my family, you've already had dinner. Uh, And if you haven't, then I hope you have great plans for dinner. You know, we had a lovely rice and beans prepared by my husband, some Haitian rice and beans. And then I did a nice chicken stew with carrots, just what you need as the days are getting a little bit cooler down here in McDonough. And as we always do, we always include Sophia, our nine-year-old, in the meal prepping um, aspect of our dinner. So she was on salad duty. Of course, that only meant that she had to open the bag of salad and put it in a bowl and kind of mix everything together. But it is good. You know, she's learning responsibility at a very young age. So she's on solid duty and she's also responsible for setting up the table. So again, welcome to the program. And I hope that you have great plans uh, for dinner um, this 
today and for the rest of the week. And always keep in mind that your meals should fuel your body. It should not just be about tasting good. It should be also about ensuring that you're receiving the nourishment that your body needs to take you through the day and take you through the week. So we have another wonderful program for you today. You know, I got so caught up last week with um, the excitement of sharing all the information and with the Jody Dublin interview that I forgot to mention that this week, our guest will be Mr. Stephen Lander. And Stephen Lander is the newly appointed president of the DAIC, the Dominican Agency for Industry and Commerce uh, in Dominica. And he will come by. And you know, I am especially dedicating this program to the young men of Dominica and worldwide, because it seems like there is such a crisis among our young men. Uh, you know, we're hearing about broad day uh, murders in Dominica, which is certainly something we've never seen before in the past. So I wanted to dedicate this particular program to the young men. And it seems like a lot of what we're seeing with our young men is because of their socioeconomic backgrounds. They come from, uh, many of them come from disadvantaged backgrounds, and some of them come from humble beginnings, which you will, you will realize that Stephen also comes from a humble beginning, but yet he was able to soar and become um, the head of a major bank in Dominica, as well as the president of the DAIC. So I'm certainly looking forward to learning so much from him and to see how we can probably even use this information to help another young man out there. So if you know anyone who will benefit from this program, any young people who seem to need a little bit of direction in their life, go ahead and invite them. Send them a WhatsApp message, send them a, a text, let them know that we're on and we're having a program especially for them. So they should listen. And of course, if they're unable to listen right now at the end of the program, I will be sure to let them know how they can listen to the podcast. So again, welcome to our virtual support community. You know, I look forward every Tuesday to being here with you as we exchange ideas, as we learn from each other, as we grow from each other. So as we always do, let's take our mental break. Let's take a nice deep breath. Inhale, exhale, relax those shoulders as we get ready to enjoy a little bit of me time. And as always, remember that this is your cue, Tuesday, 5.30 p.m. It's a reminder, you have important life goals to work on. So have you done anything for the week? Have you used the first couple of days of this week to work on those important life goals? And one of the things we're also looking at for today's program is the fact that we have so many entrepreneurs, especially in Dominica. We see so many people coming up with creative ideas and so many people coming up with innovative ways to tackle old problems. And that is one of the things that I will speak with Stephen about as well, because we need people who will support these young entrepreneurs. And we 
with Stephen being um, young himself, I'm hoping that he will take a particular interest in all these new businesses that are showing up in Dominica. So again, it is wonderful to be here with you. And I am looking forward to a wonderful hour of sharing with you today. So as we get ready to have Stephen come over and speak with us, let us enjoy this number. It is a brand new song from Colton T because of course, you know, we are still celebrating Dominica and towards the end of the program, I will tell you some of the ways that we are doing so. So let's enjoy this number from Colton T, um, a new song that he has created as we welcome Stephen Lander to the Self is light. Don't dwell on the past. Tell yourself that the future will be bright. From your half life, you possess the energy of a fighter. Yeah. My struggles, they more temporary. My trouble, days could never face me. They could never face me, though. Yeah. Never face me though. My trouble days, they are temporary. Today, we are honored 
to be joined by Mr. Stephen Lander. He is the recently appointed president of the Dominica Association of Industry and Commerce. Uh, Stephen, welcome to Untapped Potential. Thank you, thank you for having me. Certainly. Now, uh, by way of introduction, uh, tell us a little bit more of the other positions that you hold and just a little bit more about yourself. All right, so I'll start where you began, uh, recently appointed as president of the Chamber of Commerce. Uh, that follows about two terms of, of being the vice president. Mm -hmm. um, you could tell that I probably deferred uh, a potential presidency uh, in that regard because of what I had going on at the time. So I actually served with two uh, sitting presidents before actually taking up the role myself. Mm -hmm. uh, obviously a very interesting time for us uh, in Dominica, but across the world really where, where commerce is concerned given the challenges that are going on with COVID. So it's, it's quite a time to be taking up a role of that nature. Mm -hmm. uh, substantively, I serve as a country head of CIBC First Caribbean International Bank based in Dominica. Uh, I've been doing that since 2016 uh, and have gone through quite some interesting times in that role as well. As you can imagine, 2016 would have been coming off the back of Erica. Mm -hmm. And in 2017, we had the major disaster, Hurricane Maria, uh, each of which would have had substantial uh, impact on Dominica. I mean, we're talking, you know, in excess of the GDP of the country where damage assessment is concerned. So it's been interesting times managing in Dominica. Uh, in terms of other roles that I currently hold, I do sit on the board of the Eastern Caribbean Partial Credit Guarantee Corporation, which was launched by a few member states of the Eastern Caribbean Con Currency Union with a view to enabling access to finance for small and medium enterprises. And the idea there is that the, the organization will step in and guarantee a portion of debt. And hopefully that opens up the risk appetite for commercial banks to venture into spaces that they probably would not otherwise uh, venture as far as these enterprises are concerned. So a few things going on from a professional perspective uh, that keep me quite busy. Yeah, certainly. And again, you know, thank you for taking time out, out of your busy schedule to be here because I know that your, your hands are in several parts. And you know, we're especially proud of you and the man that you've become because you are from the same humble neighborhood as I am. We're from Bath Estates. And, you know, I, I don't want to make you blush or anything, but I still remember me and Kathy, your sister, picking you up from school and that, yes. you know, <laughs> joyful walk we used to enjoy coming home from school. So yes. we are especially proud of everything that you're doing and the man that you've become today. Yeah, I appreciate that. And that, that seems like not so long ago, right? I know, I know, but yeah. it, it's a lifetime ago. <laughs> it's, it's quite a while back, yes. Yes, yes. So um, one of the reasons, you know, I have you here with us today is, you know, I've been meeting this incredible young man since I started doing this program. And, you know, they've been able to rise to success. So I'm trying to figure out, Stephen, what is the formula for success? For someone like you who comes from such a humble beginning, what is the formula for success? And how can we duplicate and replicate that? so yeah. that other young men coming up 
can attain the success that you have. So keep in mind that that is kind of like the theme I'm thinking of for our conversation. But right, before right. we delve into that, just tell us a little bit more about your background and how you were able to climb the ladder to success. Yeah, and, and I, I don't want to get too cliche, but the, you know, the, when we were growing up, there was a lot of references about uh, the type of friends that you keep, the type of company yes. that you keep, birds of a feather and, and those kinds of sayings. And um, we kind of tend to brush those off, but I think that they really have meaning. Uh, in my case, I think I was lucky. My group of friends were just a little bit older than me. And so the things that they were thinking about at the time, I probably wouldn't have otherwise been thinking about myself. And I, I, I credit, for example, my academic uh, journey, uh, tertiary academic journey, uh, the start of that to a friend of mine called Tony. And Tony is a couple of years older than me. And, you know, my, my big sister, to your point, went to school. I, I never thought about going to school. But when Tony did it, all of a sudden, the next semester I was there, right? Wow. Because um, that was my peer uh, taking a step that I felt that I needed to emulate. And so, you know, I spoke to him about how he got into school and he helped me through the application. And by the next semester, I was there uh, in school with him. So that has had a lot of influence on, on the choices that I've made. The fact that I guess my, my group of friends were, were focused, uh, probably a little bit more mature in their thinking and making decisions that I myself was copying and so reaping the success a little bit earlier than I probably would have otherwise. Right, certainly so we can see that as an example of positive peer pressure. Right. And exactly. it's so interesting that you said that because, you know, it was the same for me because we were in a group of girls all at the convent high school. And I think going yeah. to a girls school was especially important because there were no distractions. Yeah. And we kind of just fed off what the other person was doing. So like you said, as soon as one friend decided, oh, I'm going to go to Midwestern State at the time it was, right. it was just natural for the rest of us to want to pursue that path. So it speaks very loudly for yeah. the company um, that you keep. So tell us a little bit about your ascend at um, First Caribbean uh, Bank. How did you come into that role? Well, I, I was actually uh, at the Development Bank, the Aid Bank of Dominica, prior to coming to First Caribbean and, and prior to that at the Eastern Caribbean Central Bank. Uh, so, so quite a bit of banking in my, in, mostly banking actually in my career history. But um, a mutual friend and, and business associate uh, knew the person who was in charge of the Dominica business. Uh, she was actually in charge of a group of countries at the time. And she had indicated to him that she's looking for someone to lead the Dominica, Dominica business. And he, he recommended me. And uh, he reached out to me and said, would you like to pursue this opportunity? And I said, sure. And, and that struck up a conversation. And we went through all the formalities and so on. Uh, it turns out that a few senior executives was visiting the market. So I got an opportunity to meet with them. And, uh, you know, the, the rest, as they say, is history. Mm -hmm. uh, but when I jumped into the role, obviously, I would have had a lot of market knowledge. I had spent previously five years with National Bank of Dominica uh, in a, in a, in a mid-level management role. You know, I had spent a couple of years at, this, at the central bank. And then coming back to Dominica in the development bank. So quite a bit of market knowledge, uh, quite a bit of familiarity there, quite a bit of relationships that I could leverage to drive business for, for this, uh, this institution. So it was, it was a good fit. 
mm-hmm. um, and that started bearing fruit, bearing fruit. Sorry, quite shortly after I joined, um, we had a great year, uh, blow our target out of the water in the first year, and then subsequent to that, unfortunately, got struck by Maria. Wow. Um, so that it was kind of five steps forward, ten steps back. Ten steps back. And um, you know that was a bit of a shock. I I wasn't here on island when it happened. I was actually, I'd actually just gone off on vacation and a day into it, saw the news and, and you know, had to find myself flying back to Dominica. Wow. And it was quite, while I, I sympathize with the people on the ground, obviously, because God knows what they went through. Mm-hmm. Uh, coming back, the experience for me was, was very dramatic because there was no communication. I, I had no idea what the state of my staff was, or, you know, my friends, my family and uh, no idea what I was coming back to in terms of living conditions and, and all of that. But I knew I had to make it back because a priority would be to ensure that our team was okay and that we could resume business and serve the public. So um, quite an interesting experience, uh, one that I, I would rather not repeat, but it has helped me grow. You know, yeah, certainly. Yeah. And I always say that is what challenges are meant to be. They're not meant to stop you. They're meant to be right. opportunities for you to grow. Now, would you say that you've had any mentors along the way who have um, assisted you with your ascent? Of course, quite a, quite a few. And, and, and I mean, to the earlier point that we were talking about in terms of who you surround yourself with. Uh, likewise, when I got into the professional environment, I, I really tried to look at those people uh, not necessarily within my immediate age group, but people who had achieved certain things in the professional world. And I, I would always bounce ideas off them. Um, you know, if I was trying to manage a particular situation within my own business, say, Here, here's what I'm going through. Have you seen that sort of situation before? Uh, how would you approach this? You know, was I wrong to take this path? Mm-hmm. And part of being able to go through that conversation and come out of it with some value is actually being able to be humble and to take the feedback, um, you know, as given. Uh, sometimes we, we have this default mode of sort of defending our position, but we have to be open to receive the feedback and probably, you know, make some changes or accept where we might have heard, you know, or what we could have improved in terms of what we're doing so we can apply that moving forward. So yes. I, had, I had lots of support. I mean, I, I can rattle off some names like Jeffrey Baptist and so on that, that you know, always provided me with support in that regard. Yeah, yeah, certainly. And and you hit the nail on the head because I think a lot of times, you know, unfortunately, we as young people, I still consider myself young. Yeah. <laughs> we we get you to are. a certain, <laughs> we get to a certain point and we just become know-it-alls. Yeah. We we know we've you know, we've had the little experiences and we think we're know-it-all. And I like the word that you use remaining humble. Yeah. and remaining open to the advice, especially of people who have walked the shoes that we're trying to fill. Yeah. yeah. I so mean, we, we, we obviously, when you, when, you, when you train and, you know, you get the academic training and you, you, you come out with a degree of zeal, right? You, you're excited, you have ideas. And uh, what I learned very quickly is no matter what it is, somebody else has seen or done it before. Right. Um, so you can always find someone who, it may not be the exact situation, but they, they can give you some guidance. And I'm a big fan of not making the mistake myself. Mm-hmm. But let me learn from what someone else can tell me. Oh, beautiful. Um, because sometimes, sometimes it's, it is that they've actually made a mistake. You know, had I known, I would have done it differently. And here's what I would have done. 
Um, so where I can benefit from those experiences, I would rather take that than make the mistake myself. Yeah, and I have to tell you, a lot of the successful people I speak with both here on this program and in general, it seems that they have one um, trend in mind, and that, that, that is that they are students of life. Exactly. So they never stop learning. They never get to the mm -hmm. point where they're like, you know, I got this under control and I don't need advice from everybody else. They remain open to learning. Right. You have yes. to. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, so if you're just joining us, uh, this is Untapped Potential, and we're speaking to Mr. Stephen Lander out of Dominica. He's the newly appointed president of the DAIC in Dominica, and we're just talking about how he got to the position as the country head at CB CIBC, First Caribbean International Bank, as well as many other roles that he currently plays. Now, I know, Stephen, that one of your passions is to improve the ease of business, um, including the ease of, uh, in which enterprise can assess sustainable financial products. So pretty much making it easier for, for businesses to get financing. That's what I'm assuming you're referring to. So tell us yeah. a little bit more about what um, you're interested in. So the, the interest really stems from, from the feedback from the business community and, and, and particularly small and medium enterprises when you look at it. If, if you just had to put a poll out there online and, and you ask them what is their major challenge, and, and we see it through the, the Chamber of Commerce all the time, uh, top two, you're always going to find access to finance. Mm -hmm. And um, I, I, I see the, 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 the problem a little bit differently. I don't think the access is the issue. I think it's how uh, we equip ourselves to access that finance. So, mm. you know, there are lots of issues that we see from a banking perspective, for example, that people don't keep proper records or they don't plan or they don't have the, the necessary structure in place to sustain the business. Uh, in some cases, businesses become successful, but there's no succession planning and so on. And, and anyone who's going to enter into a long-term financing relationship is going to have to be in a position to address these issues. Mm -hmm. So it's really about how we tool up entrepreneurs and, and you know, small businesses to, to be in a position to have that conversation and to win the confidence of the, uh, the, the financial institution. So that is no longer an issue. And there are things that, that there are hard issues like, like you know, absence of collateral, for example, that, that you know, the partial credit guarantee corporation is, is meant to assist with. Right, because it changes the risk profile of the of the of the uh, lending request. Uh, so all of these mechanisms are coming together to form a base on which these entrepreneurs can stand and have a conversation with financials. Yeah, and I'm truly happy that we're having this conversation because I think a lot of and you can tell me if I'm um, incorrect with this, but we see a lot of um, self-employed people in Dominica and I'm just concerned that many of them might be resorting to maybe payday loans because they don't have a lot of the foundation which you speak of. So let's say I'm a self-employed person and I'm thinking of going into business. How would you right. advise me to set myself up so then I can come to you and be able to qualify for some of your products? Yeah and, and there, there are small things that, that you can do. Uh, it doesn't always mean, you know, hiring a big shot accountant or an mm -hmm. audit firm. Or, or, and one example is I, I tell people, open a checking account and pass all of your revenue through that account and pay all your expenses out of that account. And that is 90% of the uh, financial And that is simple. That is simple. Very simple, mm -hmm. right? 
so you have a running record of what you're earning and what you're spending. And any, any bookkeeper can take that and produce you know, a, a reasonable financial statement that, that reflects what your company or your, or your business is doing. Um, I, I say use the resources around you. Uh, one of the things that we, we, we tend not to do well is, is utilize those resources that are around us. So I, I may be your friend and I, I'm obviously I'm a finance guy. Uh, you may know someone else who has some experience or skills in operations. You know, you, someone who knows a little bit about marketing, social media marketing maybe. Uh, tap those resources, right? And um, help them, have them advise you and help you along the way in terms of making your business a success. As a small uh, business person, as a new entrepreneur, it, it is difficult to, to simply hire resources and pay them. Mm-hmm. So let's tap the resources that we have around us that are willing to assist. And, and a lot of times people are willing to help if we only ask. Yeah, and, and you know, it sounds cliche like you said, but it really goes back to who you're surrounding yourself with. Because again, and it starts with a simple conversation. It starts with simple things like what bars do you frequent, right? Mm -hmm. What events do you go to? Who are the people who are attending them? Maybe I can rub elbow with somebody like you who's in banking and get some free advice rather than having to hire an accountant. Yeah. So, so yep. truly valuable information that you're providing us with um, here today. And again, if you're just joining us, we're speaking to Mr. Stephen Lander out of Dominica. Um, he's the current, the current president of the DAIC, as well as many other roles that he takes on. And he's telling us that for many small businesses and people who are planning on going into business, simple ways that you can ensure that you have access to the financing that your company will need. Now tell us more about the DAIC, um, Stephen, and what is the DAIC for those of us who are not familiar with it? Yeah, so the the, the Chamber of Commerce, uh, if I had to sum it up in in a very simple uh, phrase, is is an advocate for um, private enterprise. And, um, and that means that we're, we're engaging stakeholders at all levels to ensure that we create an environment, an economic environment where, where enterprises can thrive in Dominica. Obviously major stakeholders in that would be the business owners, the government, you know, policymakers, uh, uh, financial institutions, uh, you know, port and customs, all of these elements that factor into trade and the trade environment, we're engaging on a regular basis to ensure that we, we're creating an environment, as I said, where businesses can thrive. Because that's ultimately what we want. Um, you know, budget consultations and, and all that kind of stuff, making recommendations to the government as to policy measures they can put in place that is going to assist businesses. Uh, so we're, we're a member-driven organization, i.e., I, you know, we, we solicit uh, enterprises that exist in the economy to become members of our organization, the PS a subscription, and we listen to their views, uh, the challenges that they're facing to inform what strategies we're putting in place to engage the other stakeholders. And that, that in a nutshell is what it is. So it's, it's open to private and public um, entities? It, it's, it's open to private entities, private. Uh, but there is, there is extensive engagement with public entities, um, you know, in, in terms of lobbying for private interests. So now as the, as the president, what is your first initiative going to be? What is the first thing you would like to see you, you, start, you guys start working on? Well, there, there are a couple of things. And, and there, there is a big monster in the room that I don't know that everyone is paying attention to, which is the, the 
digitization of business, if you yes. want to call it that. Yes. And, and I really want forward membership to be ready mm -hmm. uh, to transact in a different way. Uh, COVID was a big help in terms of, you know, drawing some attention to that. Uh, people who were shy about digital channels and, you know, uh, let's call it these contactless transactions, uh, suddenly found themselves in a position where they had to engage in that manner. Uh, so I think in that sense, it has been a blessing, actually, uh, to, to kind of shed light on that issue. Uh, Maria was one as well. We had a lot of businesses that lost records, for example, because they didn't back up. They were wow. using cloud storage. They were, you know, they were physical files only. And so imagine, you know, all of your accounting records for the last five years have gone. Wow. Gone with the wind. Literally. Uh, what do you do now, right? Yeah. All of your inventory information is on a local computer that has been washed away. Wow. You know, and these kinds of difficulties, right? So certainly some learning experiences from the crisis that we've gone through. And I really want for us to tool up our businesses so that we're ready for this digital revolution. Mm -hmm. uh, another thing that I think is, is, is sort of lacking in Dominica is, is reliable data to make, information, uh, to make decisions, right? Reliable data, reliable information. We have some data. Uh, usually when we get it, it's quite still dated. Mm -hmm. um, and we don't have, you know, a set of core macro indicators uh, around which we can have objective conversations. And I, I tell people all the time, you may ask an entrepreneur, how is the economy doing? Say, oh, it's terrible. And then you go down the street and you ask another one, how is the economy doing? They say, oh, it's great. <laughs> Who do you believe? Mm -hmm. Right? Uh, so in countries like the US, it wouldn't be a question of what one person thinks versus the other. It would be a question of last quarter's GDP number. Right? So we need to get that baseline objective set of macro indicators in place, uh, not only for us to have objective the conversations around where the economy is going. But for example, when we try to facilitate foreign direct investment, an investor who's looking to come into the country needs to know what's going on. Right. Right? They're yeah. going to want to know. And not from 2016, but from, you know, Absolutely. last quarter. So we really need to focus on that as well, the digital uh, revolution, as, as I was uh, articulating before. And there are lots of other things that we're working on. I mean, certainly we're trying to be more uh, inclusive in terms of the size of enterprises that we, we represent in our membership. I think traditionally the Chamber has had this sort of big business reputation mm. uh, over the last couple of years with the preceding president focused a lot on including small and medium enterprises and that's something that I want to continue, mm -hmm. you know, so we can get that, that better representation. And aspirationally, I really want to represent every single business in Dominica, mm -hmm. uh, but we'll see. Yeah, yeah, certainly some lofty goals. So, so yeah. I think you'll have your hands even uh, more occupied. So now yeah. let's go back to the question we started with, um, Stephen. What is the formula? How can we take what you have done and replicate it so that we will stop hearing, I think at this point we've had about 13 murders in Dominica and yeah. the year is not yet over. So how can we take what you have done for yourself mm -hmm. and replicate it and pass it on to other young men so that at your tender age, they too can be successful? Yeah, so one of, one of the things, and, and it, it, it's, it's a very hard question because I tell people, it's not that I think that my path is, is, is built on luck 
obviously I, I made some deliberate choices, you know, uh, and decisions and I took certain actions that would have got me to where, where I am. But I'm not necessarily sure that everybody's going to replicate the same path, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but one thing that I try to do, uh, as small as that contribution is, is to share. So people will ask the question all the time, how did you do it? What did you do? And I think we have to remain open to sharing. It's not a secret. It's not a trade secret. Uh, here's what I did. I pursued an academic path. Um, you know, you, you may not have that passion. You, you may have a passion for something else. Maybe your passion is you're more of an entrepreneur. And I can also offer some advice from that perspective. But I think people like me have to remain accessible. Yes. Uh, so to the point of, of where, where we grew up, you know, Bath Estate, that, that, you know, I, I'm there all the time. You know, I go back, I talk to the guys and, you know, I have to be accessible to them because they need to see that they have a connection with somebody who came from the same place. Right. Right. And was able to take a certain path and be successful at it. So they need to see and touch and feel. Mm-hmm. I need not be this elusive character that is somewhere in a Beverly Hills mansion. Right. Uh, so I think that's important. We need, we need positive influences back to the point about who you surround yourself with to be around uh, the younger folks and, and, you know, inspire them to also, um, also look toward that path, right? Yeah, and you, you certainly just made me even more proud because the fact that you're going back to the community and you're serving as an example. And I like what you said, that not everyone is academically inclined. You and I might be, but mm-hmm. simply having the option of maybe an apprenticeship. If you see someone you know and you like what they're doing, just ask, right. can yeah. I just learn for you? Volunteer. Because a lot of times we underestimate the importance of just saying, oh, you know, you don't have a job for me. Well, can I just, you know, help you for a couple of hours and learn? Yeah, Uh, because that experience is going to be more valuable than anything I can can pay you. Absolutely. And then you take what you learn from the person, you put your own spin on it, Mm -hmm. and then you create your own. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, And in today's environment, one of the things that I tell people all the time is, you have to be very focused about weeding out distractions. Mm-hmm. And by distractions, I don't necessarily mean, you know, having fun. I have fun all the time. I know. I see right? your Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> so I, that's not what I mean. But there are so many things that pull us in multiple directions every day. Yes. Right? Tugging and pulling. You know, here's how to make $500 a day online. Here's something else. Here's a, a degree that you can earn in, in, in three months. Like it's, so, it's information overload and it's opportunity overload, if you want to call it that. So someone has to be very focused about picking what it is that they want to achieve and weeding out all of the noise around it. Because otherwise you're going to be like, you know, it's like the dog comes out of the yard and sees five kids running and doesn't know where to turn. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you have to hone in on one, one um, goal. And, and sort of focus all of your energy around that, right? There are m- multiple interim steps that you'll have to take to get there, but focus your energy on that and take the small wins. I don't know if you've ever seen this, this um, video and Admiral was talking about making his bed every morning. Oh, my favorite, Stephen. You said that yeah, I got and, goosebumps. Yeah. And, oh, and that's it, my favorite such, video ever. Yeah, it's a beautiful message because such a simple task, right? But it gives you that sense of achievement and it starts off your day in a certain way yes. that you just go on and achieve more things. And, and so that's why I say take the small wins. Sometimes we look at, we have 
big goals for ourselves. And there's nothing wrong with having a big goal, but what we need to understand there's a series of small wins that will come between where you are now and actually achieving that. So take the small wins when you can. And if I might just add to that, um, Stephen, as well. And the other thing we have to keep in mind, and I learned that the, the hard way, is no one owes us a favor. The world doesn't owe us a favor, right? So when I started this journey, I wrote a book and, you know, I was so excited and I wanted to get on podcasts and everything. And I would send all these lovely emails and not one response, Stephen. <laughs> and I would get upset and I would be like down and depressed. And then I thought to myself, these people don't owe you anything right? You sent your email. They didn't ask you to send your email to them. So, yeah. and, and it's so easy to get stuck on what is not going well, yep. right? Instead of focusing on the wins that you're talking about, we get stuck on, in the meantime, while no one was responding to my emails, mind you, my Facebook following was growing by a hundred people a day. Right. But I couldn't see that because yeah. I was so focused on the so fact distracted. that nobody was so inviting distracted. me to their, to, to their podcasts. Yeah. You know, so, so truly valuable information that you're providing us. So might I ask you, Stephen, on top of everything you're doing, what's next for you? Uh, it's interesting. Um, right now I'm working on some stuff academically uh, that I, I should be done with um, about December. And uh, I've had a lot of experience in Eastern Caribbean in terms of banking in particular but i really would like to explore different markets mm -hmm. I, I love dominica i'm from dominica it had always been my dream to come back here and make a positive contribution to dominica uh, i've done that for quite a number of years um, i also have some passions around travel and discovery though uh, so i want to be in a position to 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 get out experience a different market from a professional perspective, but also be in a position to access uh, other locations around the world a bit more easier. And it's, it's one of the challenges that we have in Dominica now. Uh, I know that there is active discussion around an international airport for Dominica, uh, but that's gonna be a ways off in terms of actual uh, building out and, and mm -hmm. you know, starting the operations and getting the flights in. Uh, so, so one of the things that's, that's kind of lingering on my mind all the time is, is where do I go next? Not necessarily what do I do next, but where do I go next? And um, the banking industry is changing. Uh, banking, I, I compare banking sometimes to flying. It used to be, it was fun to get on the plane. Uh, no, it's not. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you know, banking is, is, is fraught with a lot of compliance and, and you know, a lot of mundane work uh, in the background. Uh, my, my most... Uh, enjoyable experiences is actually being with clients and, and helping them achieve what they're trying to do mm -hmm. but but you know other things are taking a lot more of the time you know from a proportional standpoint so yeah so in i have essence, a lot to you're, think you're, about in terms of what i want to do so in essence you're keeping your options open yeah uh, you yes. have to be flexible Mm -hmm. Certainly, certainly. So as we get ready to wind down, do you have any contact information you would like to leave us with, whether it be the DAIC or the, the bank or you personally? Is there any contact you would like to leave us with? Yeah, sure. If anybody's trying to reach me for a DIC matter, you can reach me on my personal email, stephenarolanda at gmail.com. Uh, Stephen is spelled with PH, not V. Uh, uh, likewise, for any banking matters, stephen.lander at cibcfcib.com. Certainly. Thank you. Thank you. And as we get ready to wind up, any final thoughts for us today? 
Sure. I mean, stay focused. Um, like I said, take the small wins and, and utilize the resources around you. Uh, sometimes you're resource rich and we don't necessarily know it or we don't necessarily use it. But take a good look around you. There's probably a lot of untapped potential to borrow your, your, Thank um, you. <laughs> your name that is right around you that you haven't explored. So, so please look around you and, and see what you have valuable information so once again thank you so much for being with us today we look forward to seeing everything that you will accomplish you are listening to untapped potential with dr simone information right so let us thank uh, Stephen again once again for stopping by and sharing all this great information with us and for me some of the takeaways um, from what Stephen uh, told us today is just the importance of the company you keep so what does the company you keep say about who you are such important information about the idea of positive peer pressure so you know a lot of times we talk about the negative influences in our children's lives. But I hope that from Stephen's information, you can also see that there's ways to ensure that there are also positive influences that can help our children to move their lives forward. And again, if you know any young person who might benefit from this information, then be sure to share the podcast, which will be available on pushpast10.com with them so they can, you know, probably learn something, pick up some information that they can apply to their own lives. And just as important, one of the salient points that he made as well is the importance of taking the small wins. I'm not sure if you realized how many times he said that, but you know, when we're trying to make a major change in our lives, it can be so difficult because the road can seem so long and so arduous, but sometimes if we remember to celebrate the small victories, right? If finding that person you were trying to reach on the phone, finally being able to speak with them, um, finally being able to complete a certain aspect of something important that you're working on, just celebrating the small wins. So very, very important. So again, thank you, Stevens. Thank you for stopping by and thank you for sharing your wealth of information with us today. So now let's piggyback on one of the concepts that Stephen and I discussed today, and that is the idea that no one owes you or owes me a favor. I know it can sound so harsh when you say it out loud, but it is in fact the reality. The world does not owe us a favor. And for example, think about it. Have you ever been so excited about a particular venture, something important that you were about to embark on? It could have been, you know, an important weight loss journey, returning to college, possibly working on your master's degree, advanced level degree, um, starting your own business. And you were so excited about the venture, right? You had the support of your family, of course. And, and you know, publicly, I want to just say thank you for the support of my family, who I know are listening right now, because we do rely a lot on the support of, of our families to get us through. But then you realize that beyond your own efforts and the support of your family, 
the world doesn't really care <laughs> what you're working on. I mean, let's just be honest here. The world doesn't care if you succeed and the world doesn't care if you fail, right? So you have to stay the course. My point here is that you have to stay the point, the course. You have to find the strength within your own self to be able to persevere and to continue pursuing those goals that you have set out for yourself. So take a little bit of Stephen's advice. And of course, you can always hear his um, information and see the video of his interview again. And you can watch it as many times as you need to. I know personally, I will be watching it again because I thought he included such incredible information. So again, the website Push Past 10, P-U-S-H-P-A-S-T, the number 10.com is where you will be able to see the video interview with Stephen Lander and be able to benefit a little bit more from the information that he talked about. And, you know, I thought this concept was so important that I went ahead and pulled up some additional information on the importance of just accepting the notion that the world does not owe us a favor. So the same way during the interview, I talked about sending out all those requests to be a part of podcasts and receiving absolutely no responses. And in the same way that we talk about that you should not expect too much support from those outside your immediate environment, it's the idea that the world does not owe you a favor. And I thought I would share some additional information about this. So here's an important clip I found on YouTube from this particular website. And I am forgetting the name of the website right now. So just give me one minute. I think it's called Minority Report, if I'm correct. So the website uh, Minority Report and they have their videos on YouTube share some important information that we should absorb, we should digest, because at the end of the day, it is the efforts that you are making that will lead to your success. So take a quick, quick listen on this What's up, everybody? I am Jaspreet Singh, and welcome to The Minority Mindset. Let's make a trade. In exchange for you watching this video, I want you to promise me that you're gonna stop asking for what you want. Deal? If you want more money, stop asking to be paid more, and go out and start a side business, and double, or triple, or five times, or ten times your salary. If you wanna be fit, Stop waiting for your friends to go on a diet with you and stop waiting for the gym to put up some promotion so you can go get your gym membership. Go onto YouTube and find a free workout program and then do it every single day and make no donut exceptions in your diet. If you want to stop being so miserable, then stop trying to please all the a-holes in your life that keep ruining your days and then pick up your running shoes and go on a long run to clear your mind. Here's the thing. Nobody owes you anything. 
this hurts a lot of people's feelings and this makes a lot of people upset because, you know, I worked really hard so I deserve to be paid more. Or I worked really hard in the gym last week so I deserve to eat this cake today. Oh brownie, I was so good in the gym last week. I deserve to eat you. No, stop asking for what you want. Go and get it. I'ma lay it out plain and simple. You, me, and everybody else in the world only live once. YOLO, right? Our time is limited, and so we need to make our short lives the best they can be for ourselves and for everybody that we care about, right? So you have two options. You can go and spend the next 50 years of your life asking your boss to pay you more and what you deserve, hoping that it will happen. Or you can spend your time doing something that will actually increase your income, like by starting a side business, because now it's easier and more accessible than ever because of the internet. I don't know about you. You, but I want the second option. I don't want to rely on somebody else so I can live my life the way I want. Life is too short to wait and hope for somebody else to take care of me so I can live how I want to live. But Jaspreet, I work really, really hard. My boss should be paying me more. I'm not doubting that you work hard. Personally, I think you should be earning something like five times more what you're getting paid right now. The only problem is, your boss doesn't pay you that much. So it goes back to the same question. You wanna be getting paid five times more than what you're getting paid right now. And so you can go and ask your boss to give you a small raise of 500% and hope that it happens in your lifetime. Or you can start doing something different, even if it's on the side to begin with, and you can go and get what you want without waiting for somebody else's approval. It's not a matter of being greedy, it's just the truth. If you made more money, you could take better care of yourself and your kids, you could send your parents on nice vacations, and you could help feed and shelter hungry people in your community. People are relying on you to make more money. You think you should be paid more, I think so, your family thinks so, but your paycheck doesn't. <sighs> Who is this FICA person that keeps taking all my money? Yes, I know what I'm saying is hard to hear because it's different than what we've always been taught. We're taught to be consumers, but now we have to learn to be producers too because the old system is not working. Most people will tell you that they are underpaid at a job that they hate going to and these same people keep getting up and doing the same thing day after day after day. If you want to make a change, then you got to be the one to wake up and realize this and make the change. The difficult part is, if you want to make more money, everybody's first instinct is, I gotta ask my boss for a raise. Sure, it's fine for some people, but that's not what we focus on here. We're entrepreneurs. We play a different game. I want you to start thinking bigger. Instead of just asking for the extra few dollars an hour, think about how you can work to get the extra few hundred thousand dollars a year. You're already working hard. We've established that. Now, reshift some of your efforts so now you can start working smart too. This way, you can make the money that actually reflects the value that you can provide. And before you go and start thinking about, oh man, I can't do that. I don't have this degree. I don't have this experience. I don't have that. Listen, anybody can do this from anywhere in the world because we are in a completely different time. I can give you example after example.
can you tell that I am a huge fan of Carlin XP? If you didn't already know, that is um, Carlin XP Anujwe Kadas, and I will be sure to play the rest of that song before the night is the evening is over and just a quick correction i realized that earlier when i was uh introducing stephen lander i said the dominica Associ um, agency of industry and commerce it's actually the dominican association of industry and commerce so i just wanted to make that quick correction so again, he's the president of the Dominica Association of Industry and Commerce, and I believe that he is one of the youngest presidents of the association. So again, congratulations, um, Stephen, and continue doing the good work. So here we are at the end of another program again. It seems like 6.30 comes all way too quickly, if you ask me. So I just wanted to remind us that we're still celebrating the independence of Dominica, the 42nd anniversary, and there's so much going on on Facebook and the internet, virtual celebrations all over the place. So I'm just in heaven. I'm enjoying watching all the celebrations of what's going on in Dominica and elsewhere as we celebrate our 42nd anniversary of independence. And I'm happy also be, to be playing a role in that. We had our second session of Sassy New on Facebook Live on Saturday at 6 uh, p.m. And of course, you guys, you showed up and you represented for Dominica. And thank you for all the comments. Thank you for the support on that program. Uh, this time around, Mikkel Henderson couldn't join us, but we were graced by the presence of Alex Powell Bruno. So he was a lovely addition to the program. And what I will be sure to do, since I know many of you are not on Facebook, as a matter of fact, you're not on social media, at all, I will be sure to post both sessions of Sassy New on my website. So you can join in the conversation, you can join in the excitement as we learn all about the Creole and the culture and the heritage of Dominica. So again, we also have the Dominica Arts and Literature Association. There's so much going on. I have to tell you, I'm incredibly proud to be Dominican because we have so much going on to try to enhance and advance our lives right now. And I hope, whether you're Dominican or not, that you also are making important advancements in learning your culture, learning your heritage, and learning where the strength of your people come from. So as I mentioned, we have the Dominica Arts and Literature Association. We have a huge event coming up on October 31st. Mark your calendar, October 31st at 5 p.m. Yes, Facebook Live again. Um, seems that's where all the action is, <laughs> quite frankly. So we will be having the launching of our association. So the idea is to promote the literature and the artwork of Dominica and to create a platform again to inspire. It's all about inspiration and motivation to inspire other Dominican authors to produce their work, to complete their work, to begin their work uh, as we work to promote the, the the arts and the literature that comes from Dominica. So again, join us October 31st at 5 p.m. Facebook Live on the Dominica Arts and Literature Association website. And I will be sure to provide a link to that uh, Facebook page on my Facebook page, which of course you know is Push Past 10. 
And before we log out, I also want to remind us that if you're in the U.S., this is a very, very important time of the year. It is time to get out there and cast your vote for the president of the United States. So I went ahead and did early voting uh, last Wednesday. It took almost two hours of standing in the line, but I felt it was so worth it to be able to exercise my right to vote as a citizen of this country. So keep in mind that there may be opportunities to do some early voting in your area. So please be sure to do so. And of course, you know, as we get ready to wrap up, I want to remind you that next week, we have yet another wonderful guest who will be joining us. Uh, as a matter of fact, he is so good and he's so talented at what he does that he is called the doctor. <laughs> so we will have Dr. Miguel Labadee, entertainer, uh, DJ, uh, uh, radio personality out of Dominica. He will be our guest and he will tell us all about the important role of music and entertainment, especially during this trying time. And I just want to remind each and every one of us that especially at this time, you know, we are our brother's keeper. We are our sister's keeper. Many people are, are facing some extremely challenging times right now. So remember to send a text, make a call, send an email, reach out to somebody, just see how they're doing, see if they just need a listening ear because many people are suffering in silence right now. So again, we are our brother's keeper and we are our sister's keeper. So again, it was wonderful being on your radio today. Thank you for keeping me company for the hour. And as always, as we say in the pardon, uh, stay positive, stay active, stay focused on those goals, and remember that your life story is your strength. Remember to tap into your potential every day. So until we meet next time right here on TDN Radio, you've been listening to Untapped Potential and I look forward to being in your company next Tuesday at 6 p.m. at 5.30. Oh, I forgot my own time. <laughs> so let's take that from the top. Um, I will meet you right here again next Tuesday 5.30 p.m. Eastern Time for another episode of Untapped Potential. So have a wonderful week and remember to be good.